Hello, welcome back to season six of NRI Woman podcast, the show where we share the amazing stories of women of Indian origin living across the world. We hope that in sharing these stories, you're inspired, learn something new, or simply know you're not alone in the struggles you face. We've taken a long break, and during that time, we've both grown older, wiser, and our hearts, minds, and lives filled with some bitter, some sweet, and some utterly unforgettable experiences. But through it all, one thing has remained constant. Our unwavering commitment to amplifying the voices of remarkable women who, like us, have embarked on this incredible journey of life with roots in India and branches that reach the far corners of the globe. So join us as we dive into Season 6, ready to uncover more inspiring stories, share wisdom, and build connections that transcend borders. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. Today, we have an extraordinary guest who seamlessly bridges the realms of law and mysticism, bringing a unique blend of wisdom to our conversation. Bianca Gracias is not your average lawyer. She's a true visionary. With a background in law that's as impressive as it is diverse, Bianca has dedicated her career to building and growing the digital economy. But there's more to her story. Bianca is also a gifted energy reader and healer, unlocking the secrets of the universe through the power of intuition and spiritual insight. And what's really amazing is how she can make the strict rules of law dance gracefully with the mystical realm of energy work. It's truly something special. But how did she become this fascinating blend of law and mysticism? Well, it goes back to her childhood when she just knew in her heart that being a lawyer was her destiny. I always knew I was going to be a lawyer from my childhood. I, I just, I think I was born knowing I was going to be a lawyer. Well, my father always had a strong sense of justice or right and wrong. So he pushed us to read a lot. So growing up, we didn't have access to books, if you will, or the internet. The internet came much later. Um, so I started reading the newspapers. I developed a love for journalism. And I started writing articles with my opinion when I was a teenager on various subjects, whether it was um, human rights, getting people access to basic facilities, wearing helmets on the road, safety practices, etc. So I started uh, learning about getting a very strong sense of um, right and wrong through newspapers to begin with. And I think it just went on from there. And then when I had access to books, a library, people would gift me books. I would just start reading from there. And I think that's how I embarked on the practice of learning law. While she was climbing the legal ladder, she had something unique going on. Most of us tend to ignore these curious parts of ourselves as we grow older, but not Bianca. She had this burning curiosity that she couldn't ignore. Instead of letting it fade away, she nurtured it. She was drawn to the mysteries of magic and the unseen forces behind it. She wanted to explore the unknown to understand the unexplained. And I always wondered how energy worked. And I always realized that one thing that we are always taught growing up is we're taught to read alphabets and we are taught to read numbers, but we're never really taught how to read energy. So 
I'm still a lawyer, but I have all these buzzing questions in the back of my mind about magic and how magicians do their tricks <laughs> and how electricity can be combined with emotions and all these questions. It might seem a bit unexpected for a lawyer to delve into things like energy, angels and healing. But Bianca was different. She had this deep curiosity, this thirst for understanding things beyond the norm. So what sparked this exploration into the unknown? Well, it all started with a meeting, and some might call it fate, while others might say it was meant to be. Bianca crossed paths with Aidan's story, and he had something truly intriguing to share with her. What exactly did Aidan tell her that set her on this path of self-discovery and exploration? So I had this really bad habit where I would procrastinate. I knew I had to do certain things in my life and I knew I had to make decisions, but I never liked taking decisions. And this is something he picked up on instantly. And he said, the one message that your angels want to give you is not to run away from making decisions, not to take your decision-making skills and put them in a neat packet under your bed. You need to start taking decisions because not always will everybody else take decisions for you in your life. I was shocked for a few days or a few months, maybe. And I just thought, who is this guy? Why did he say, did he guess? How did he know that I had to make decisions? And how did he know? I had all these questions and I wanted to believe, but I didn't want to believe. But at the same time, I was doing this research into magic and magicians and how they did their tricks. So I started learning about Reiki. I, I, I took a plane. I went to the UK. I just didn't know where else to do it. And I had family in the UK back then. So I, I went out to the UK. I started learning about Reiki. I came back. I said, doesn't feel right. There's still something missing. I, a few months later, I took a flight. I went to Milan. I met Doreen Virtue. She used to, or now she doesn't, but she used to back in the day talk about angels and she published a lot of angel cards. And I, and I went up to her and her husband, Michael Virtue, and I said, I, I want to see angels. So I, and, and she just looked at me and she smiled and she said, why don't you attend the session first and then we can field all your questions later. So I attended a day's uh, class with her and her husband, Doreen Virtue and Michael Virtue, and I, I learned to read angel cards. And I couldn't tell how I was getting the messages I was getting at that time and how could I learn something in a day. What people were, I, I always thought that being intuitive was something that you were born with. I didn't know it was something that you could learn with. And let me tell you, I, like I said to you earlier, my father is a simple trader and my mother is a simple teacher and I'm a lawyer. I, I believe what I see. I would never believe something I would not be able to see. And here I was reading messages, just knowing stuff. It was as easy as where do you live? And you know where your address is. And the messages were coming to me very fluently. Bianca's background was in law and she was always a seeing is believing kind of person. However, at this event, she tapped into this intuitive side she knew she had, but hadn't fully explored. So what happened once she was out of that immersive and open environment and came back home? So I finished that session, came back, and I did a lot of research on angels, how I can communicate with them. Uh, do they exist? Are they real? And lo and behold, I started seeing angels for myself in different shapes and forms. And I started communicating with them uh, all the more. And I would walk into meetings as a lawyer 
and the angels will be there. And I just thought, my first reaction was how ridiculous. I'm in a like a proper legal meeting and I have to advise my client on a contract. And here I am looking at his angels flying around his head. What do I say? Do I react? Do I laugh? Do I giggle? Do I focus on the contract? And I just communicated with the angels and I said, you know what, let this meeting proceed in a manner that's in the best interest of all the attendees. And at that point, I realized I could actually ask the angels to help me with my meetings because they did. And that meeting flowed. That contract was signed. And I still remember that transaction culminated for that client so positively. He is a very successful businessman today. I mean, he was a successful businessman when I met him. He still is a very successful businessman today. And um, I don't know whether he believes in angels or not, because I don't talk about angels with my legal clients. As she explored this world of angelic energy, doubts and inner battles began to surface. It's quite common for all of us to grapple with our own self-doubts, wondering if we're truly capable or worthy. Bianca faced these very same doubts. She questioned, can I really believe in this? Can I trust what I'm sensing? It's a struggle many of us can relate to. We often hesitate to trust our intuition, especially when it leads us into uncharted territory. But for Bianca, this journey meant confronting her own self-worth and learning to believe that she was indeed capable of receiving messages from angels. It's a hurdle many of us must overcome, recognizing our own worth and embracing our unique abilities. When I started out, it um, it did seem ridiculous to me. And I would have these fights within myself. What do I believe? How can I believe this? And I, I walk into meetings, I'm prepared. I know exactly what to read, how to speak. But when I go into a reading, when I'm doing an angel card reading, I, I cannot prepare. There is no preparation. I have to just act as a channel and give out the information that I receive. And I just have to trust and know. So I think the first limiting belief that I had to get rid of within myself is my self-worth. I had to, I had to learn that I was good enough to receive messages from angels. And that is a limiting belief I think a lot of us struggle with. Like when you know you're good enough, you're perfect just the way you are, things flow more naturally. And I had so many limiting self-beliefs. I, I, it, it was like I was dunked into a washing machine of life and brought out on the other side. But now, if you ask me, my mind is open. I think anything is possible. There's always a way. You just have to set your mind to it. And, and that's when I learned about, also practiced about um, quantum jumping, something that we've spoken about in the past, and manifestation. Because now I manifest everything into my life. I ask for it. Manifestation is a fascinating concept that many of us are curious about. It's about using your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs to attract the things you desire into your life. Bianca's journey not only led her to unlock her own potential, but also introduced her to these incredible tools for creating the life she envisions. And Bianca uses a unique and powerful technique for manifestation. Well, I use a very interesting technique called quantum jumping. It's based on science. Uh, it's, It's nothing to do with magic. I wish it was. And it's nothing to do with angels. It's purely based on science. So once you understand the concept of quantum, 
you can easily quantum jump into any lifeline in your life, any timeline in your life, and you can manifest whatever you want. So if you understand quantum physics, quantum actually regulates the very fabric of the universe. And once you learn how this energy works, how quantum works, you can actually energetically manifest and draw into your energy space or your life, if you will, whatever you truly desire. Quantum jumping is a term that is used to describe the idea that an individual can jump between parallel universes or alternate realities. This idea is based on the concept of the many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics, which suggests that every time a quantum event occurs, the universe splits into multiple parallel universes. Many of us may recognize this idea or parallel universes from the recent Avengers movie that explores this theme quite extensively. Now, when we apply the quantum jump method to manifestation, it takes a whole new meaning. In the context of universal laws, where everything, including our thoughts, emotions, and reality itself, is composed of energy, quantum jumping involves transitioning from a present reality to a desired one. Achieving a quantum jump requires tapping into alternate states of our mind, often through techniques like relaxation and visualization. By doing so, we can unlock dormant parts of our consciousness, once connected to boundless wisdom and potential. We remember from early on that Bianca was absolutely captivated by the enchanting world of magic. Now, what could possibly be more magical than the idea of shifting from one reality to another, especially when that new reality is one you deeply desire? So what was her first experience with quantum manifestation like? So I went on to um, a, a video channel that I shall not name a video channel and I um, started learning or watching videos about quantum physics and then I started learning about manifestation and then I came across a Jap Japanese doctor who had done a experiment with water where he convinced everybody that water holds memory. So I did the small practices that he showed us about um, speaking uh, loving words to water, converting it into ice and putting it in the freezer and saying nasty words to water putting it in the freezer and you know checking out the ice and it actually works and I thought huh what if now if I can take water condition it with whatever I want instead of just words random words of love and and I drink it because my body is more than 80% water will that work and I said this this is too simple to be true I can't believe it but the angels encouraged me. They were like, go for it, try it, try it out. They never told me the outcome of it or whether it would work or not. So I, I took a glass of water. Actually, I took a jug of water. I remember I, I, I love collecting glass jugs. I took a big jug of uh, water. I, I, I prayed. I prayed really hard. I put all my intentions into it and I drank the water. And I, at that, my first manifestation, I remember I was trying to manifest something really silly. Like really silly, it must have been a pair of shoes which I could easily go and buy. But I was trying to manifest it as a gift. And, and lo and behold, it didn't happen. I drank all the water I waited for almost seven days, the shoes never came. Like I could ask you to send somebody to gift me a pair of shoes, but I don't want to do that. I just want to manifest. So what did I do wrong? And the, and the angel said to me, the one thing you forgot to do is 
charge it. And I said, what do you mean? I had my intentions. It was, I was charged. My brain was buzzing. And they said, no, you forgot to charge it with love. So you can have all the intentions in the world, but if you don't charge it with love, which is a single most, um, not intention, emotion that charges and moves everything around the world, it's not going to work. So then I was with my glass uh, jug of water again, trying for the second time in a row. I filled the glass with water and I charged it. And I didn't pray this time. I, 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 just, I just filled my heart with gratitude and with love. And when, when I think about love, I thought about the thing that I loved the most in the world. And I just opened my heart. And I, I pictured my heart opening up with love and all that love going towards the glass jug. And then I thought about the one thing that I'd be grateful to have. And at that point, I remember I was manifesting a relationship. We all want that right person to come into our lives on a white stallion. So that's what I was doing. I was manifesting this perfect white knight and a white horse. And he did come successfully, I should add. It did come. And funnily enough, he checked all the things on my little wish list that I have. So, so yes, when you have intention, you charge it with love. It does work. Bianca's bold experiment in manifesting a loving relationship using the power of quantum manifestation turned her dreams into reality. And now she shares her method so you too can unlock the secret of manifesting the life you've always dreamt of through the art of quantum jumping. Quantum jumping is an extremely powerful method of wish manifestation. You can create any possibility, any reality. There are no limitations. If your mind can conceive it, quantum jumping will make it a reality for you. So how do we really then quantum jump? Now, the one thing I want to say to you before we start the exercise is that our bodies are made of 80% plus water. So we're more than 80% water. So we're going to use this to our advantage when we jump timelines through quantum jumping, for example. So you take a glass of water, so when you take a glass of water, I want you to bring your brain to alpha state. So you can bring your brain to alpha state very simply. Go into daydream mode. Start daydreaming. Think about the things that you love to do. Don't blank your mind. The more thoughts that come into it, great. Your brain is working. You're going into daydream mode. Just daydream. Think about that dress you want to buy, the job you want to get, the perfect partner you want to get in your life, how you'd spend a million dollars. Count sheep if you have to. Great ways of going into alpha state. So once you're relaxed, I want you to think about the one thing that you love the most in this world, the one thing that opens your heart up, that you want to live for, the one thing that you love absolutely without condition or limitation. And I want you to open your heart and imagine a beam of light coming out from your heart with this particular love that you feel going into the glass of water. And as you hold this glass of water in your hand, I want you to feel or imagine whatever you're thinking of or whatever you want in your life, whether it's that perfect job, that perfect relationship, imagine like it's already happened. And I want you to feel gratitude for it and just say, thank you. Thank you for this perfect job. I love waking up every day in the morning and going to it. I love, I love working there. The people are friendly. The product or service they sell challenges me. I want to work there. I love working there. I'm so grateful and I love it. Or if you're talking about a relationship, feel the qualities of your partner. Feel how he or she makes you feel and just be grateful for it. This is a love 
like I've never felt before. It makes me want to wake up in the morning. I'm so grateful. How did I get so lucky? Have these feelings in your mind and as you, as the feelings of warmth and gratitude and love surround you, your intention and your emotion will automatically charge that water. I don't want you to doubt, has it happened? Will it happen? Do I need to do more? Do I need to do less? You will just know how much is enough. You don't need to hold that glass of water for 10 hours. You don't need to hold it for one hour. If you feel after one minute or two minutes or five minutes that you it's enough for you, that's enough. Come out of the meditation or the alpha state that you're in simply by opening your eyes or by coming back to reality and drink the water. Now, if you want to know how long you have to do this for, you need to do it only once. Because as I mentioned to you, the angels in the universe are far more intelligent than we are. So if you follow this simple exercise for one wish, you will see it transpire, perhaps in the next week or two weeks, depending on how urgent your request is or how grateful you have been or how much love you have charged that water with. If you can drink three liters of water, maybe charge a whole bottle of water or a whole jug. If you can drink three liters of water, that's great because three liters or two liters is our water consumption for the day. And that will make sure all the cells in your body are actually nourished with that water that has been charged. You have to remember that when you work with um, quantum jumping, you should always work from a place of love and gratitude. Mm. Never go from a begging state because begging, please give it to me, please, I'll do anything for it. So the universe or the angels um, or God, if you believe in God, never asks you for a sacrifice. You don't need to give a blood sacrifice or do anything for them. And that's when you know it's a pure source, right? So you, you just have to ask from a place of love. We've just scratched the surface of manifesting, but here's the thing. If we are not crystal clear about what we truly desire, the whole process can get a bit hazy. Our intentions are like the compass that guides our thoughts and emotions. They're the secret source behind those electromagnetic fields that draw our dreams closer. So how do we get that clarity about what we want? So I think just take pen and paper and start writing. Write down what you want. Maybe you don't have it in your life. Maybe it's in the future. You're looking forward to it. You know it's coming, but you don't know when. Just write down what makes you happy. If you want a relationship, for example, in your life, just write down the characteristics, the positive characteristics that you would want in a partner. And then manifest that through quantum jumping. Use the water exercise that I used and just manifest this. I should add though one disclaimer. You cannot manifest something against the free will of another human being because free will is the biggest gift that we've all been given to exercise free will. So we can jump timelines, change things in our own life, but we can't impede upon the free will of another person. Don't attach any timelines to it because in the spiritual world, timelines don't exist. You could get it in the next hour if you're open to it, or you could get it in the next day or the next 10 years. It just depends how open you are. The thing is, as human beings, we want to get involved in the how, 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 how. But if we just opened our mind and we had a little faith and we thought or we believed, truly believed that the angels in the universe and the frequencies in the universe are far more intelligent and we are, which they are, you just ask for it 
and lo and behold it will be given to you as long as it doesn't impede on the free will of another human being our bodies and minds emit a certain vibe or frequency and this energy plays a big role in how we experience life the amazing thing is that we can consciously raise our vibration quite easily by incorporating some everyday things into our routine it's like giving ourselves a little boost of positivity and actively shaping our own energetic state simple steps to raising your body's frequency you can walk barefoot in the grass or on the beach in sand you can drink 3 liters of water a day and that will help flush out any toxins in your body have a good shower where you scrub yourself well and mindfully and use a soap or a shower gel that you like enjoy the bath or the shower and that will help instantly raise your frequency you can also play with a baby or a puppy or a kitten or something do something that you like or listen to happy music dance before you get out the door in the morning and these are simple tips that will help you raise your vibration and you know your vibration is high when you have a skip in your step and you're looking forward to your day Bianca has found a way to thrive in two different careers being a lawyer and a healer it's pretty unique isn't it or does she see her life changing to a point where she feels the need to choose one career over the other or does she believe that her dual roles will continue to enrich her life and of the lives of the ones she serves it's food for thought um i love law i've i've i know and i wanted to be a lawyer all my life i love it so much i love working with startups and entrepreneurs and people who have a vision for their business for doing good in the world or disrupting the economy in a positive way i don't see myself giving that up and at the same time i don't see myself giving up being a healer i i i love sharing the knowledge that i have with people i love showing them that they're perfect the way they are um i don't think i'd either give up either one of those in a world where lawyers are often seen as cold and detached bianca stands out Her remarkable journey which seamlessly weaves together her roles as a lawyer and a healer is a shining example of embracing one's full potential. She's embraced all facets of herself, creating a space for her to show up as a whole person, not just for her clients but to the world. Her approach challenges the norm, echoing the wisdom of Vizi Andre. To win an argument, rely on logic. To win in life, question logic. Bianca's bold approach is a reflection of a broader truth that we too can embrace our multifaceted selves, break free from convention and chart our own unique paths. I'm Bettina and I'm Nanora. Thank you for joining us today and we hope you'll join us again for our episode next week. We can be found at www.nriwoman.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just look for NRI Woman. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at hello at nriwoman.com or tweet us at nri_woman. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at nriwomanpodcast. Please help us spread the stories of these amazing women by sharing it with your family and friends. NRI Women episodes come out every Wednesday, so make sure you subscribe. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring. and always be kind.